Good morning, Victory Life, and all you wonderful people. To the things that are pertinent right now, in this hour, this is the day that the Lord has made, and you will rejoice and be glad in it. And I'm going to share some scriptures I want to carry over from Sunday, some exciting news that um, um, we as believers are to be in a constant pageant of triumph and always joyful. Now, again, it doesn't mean, uh, when I say that, some people think, well, is there never any trials that you see in, our, in a, a believer's life? There's constant trials. There's constant pressure. There's constant stuff going on because we live in a crooked world, a world that that is still under the enemy's control, even though Jesus has given us power over all things on this planet right now. Uh, we need to exercise that power to win. And so uh, back in, in uh, John chapter 16, let me find it here. I had the privilege of sharing this here the other day. Because uh, the Word of God says it very clearly, and I want to make sure that you are encouraged with this today. The Bible says, remember that I told you, um, well, let's try that again. I have told you these things, that it may be uh, in this world you will have tribulation, trial, distress, frustration, but be of good cheer, take courage, and be confident, certain, undaunted, for I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of its power to harm you. He has deprived it of its power to harm you. And so uh, a lot of believers are still being harmed by the world because they have not, uh, well, that you can be uh, following in the spirit, uh, following the way of the kingdom of God, or you're outside of the kingdom of God. So there's a lot of things that uh, would um, cause you to triumph or cause you to fail, that cause you to be upset at this time when we're supposed to be full of joy. And again, I, I want you to understand the scripture, the joy of the Lord is your strength. No joy, no strength. No joy, no strength. And so I want you to understand that and therefore uh, listen to what I need to share with you today um, because right now the disciples uh, and John chapter 16 were going through all this pressure because Jesus was leaving. And so he said to them, and again, I'm just recapping what I shared on Sunday, but it's going to lead into what I'm sharing today. He said to them, I assure you most solemnly, I tell you that you shall weep and grieve, but the world will rejoice. You will be sorrowful, but your sorrow will be turned into joy. Your sorrow will be turned into joy. And that where he's talking about you will be sorrowful is not, um, and you got to get this clear. This is not the duration of your life that you're going to be sorrowful and then you're going to go to heaven and be joyful. This was a momentary time when he's ready to leave them. And um, then he even goes on to say, you won't see me. And then you're going to see me again. They say, what are you talking about? And he, what is he talking about? He's going to die. There's going to be the crucifixion. They're all going to go to their own homes. They're going to be upset. And then he's going to be risen from the dead, come to newness of life. And he is going to um, be be uh, uh, seen by the, all of them first of all by the ladies obviously that came into the where the 12 disciples were hiding and they gave him the good news but here's the point sorrow was turned into joy 
for you to be sorrowful, sorrowful for a little while, but you're going to be turning to joy. Why? Because that is the bottom line of the Christian life. Once you get hooked into Jesus, you're going to be full of joy. Joy unspeakable, full of glory. Joy unspeakable, full of glory. In this world is tribulation. And I went even so far into Mark chapter 4, where they're all on the on the troubled sea of um, of uh, all the things that were going on, uh, the waves and all that kind of stuff. And yes, in the Jesus boat, there was problems. Why? Because the boys were not taking the word seriously. He told them, I'm, we're going to the other side, and they were panicking and instead of taking the word seriously and being doers of the word. And so a lot of stuff going on here that we got to understand. The disciples, without doing the word, were in trouble. Jesus says, you're going to have a little bit of sorrow, but you're going to, your sorrow turn into joy because I have overcome the world. And so having said that, he has overcome the world. Therefore, be of great joy. Be of great joy and be, be uh, uh, full of um, all the things that you need. That's really, it's really joy is your equipment for these great days that we are in. All right. So, um, goes on to say here, chapter 5, then uh, let's pick it up, because we're talking about end times. Folks, we are here at the end of times. To, uh, on a Friday is Rosh Hashanah, where it is a new year for the Jews. Um, we know that they believe their Messiah, uh, while they actually have believe in a false Messiah that has showed up in Israel, but they, they also believe in... in um, the well there was a shemitah cycles which have ended they also believe that basically he, the antichrist can be revealed during this time period of rosh hashanah that he comes uh, which i they believe he actually came last year and that he's amongst them but according to second thessalonians chapter 2 he cannot be revealed until a church is taken away and so be of good cheer uh, we need to uh, remember that um, in these days, folks, there's so much going on. I don't want to get into any of the negative things that are going on. I, I mentioned them on Sunday. Be uh, on the positive side of things. Uh, everything is lining up. All the conspiracy theories are coming true. All you know, like for example, the River Euphrates, uh, according to Revelations, had to dry up for the big army to march over it. Well, that's happened. You know, uh, the, the the red heifers have shown up. That's uh, 2,000 years since they, there was red heifers. And, you know, it just on and on and on and on. So uh, there is um, other things that are going on, like, uh, um, well, the Antichrist I already mentioned, they, their false messiah possibly has shown up. We don't know for sure, but boy, they're sure, sure kissing his hands and, and believing that, the anti, that, well, it'd be the false prophet has showed up. But again, for you as a believer, be of good cheer. When you see these things come happening, lift up your heads and rejoice. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad. Why? That's your power. Folks, we could be leaving. We could be raptured within the next week. We could be raptured a year from now. We, whatever it is, the pressure is coming. The government is doing things. I was hearing the other day that, you know, uh, amongst the uh, Amish, they have... They don't know about autism and some of the uh, immunity diseases that other people are suffering. Why? Because they never take any kind of vaccinations, any kind, and therefore their bodies are healthy. So what does that tell you about all kinds of vaccinations? 
people being sick, people dying, people falling over, people, uh, you know, um, even, you know, they were saying when you eat grains nowadays, everybody's developing this, this, uh, this disease with the, that comes from glucose and, you know, uh, intolerance towards it and all that kind of stuff. And finally, the truth is coming out because it's sprayed with Roundup. And so people are massively sick all over with all these uh, things that we never saw 40 years ago because of what they're doing and they know what they're doing. So anyways, all that put aside, we could we could spend three hours talking about that. I'm telling you, the joy of the Lord is your strength. And that carries on in, in uh, Thessalonians chapter 5. For you yourselves know perfectly well that the day of the Lord return will come as unexpected and suddenly as a thief in the night. And uh, when all people are saying all is well and secure, this is uh, Revelations, uh, sorry, Thessalonians chapter, first Thessalonians 5, uh, chapter 5. There is peace and safety. Then at a moment unforeseen destruction, ruin and death will come upon them as suddenly as labor pains come upon a woman with child. And uh, they shall by no means escape, for there shall be no escape. And so that's that's some that stuff is going on. Uh, it's coming, you know. Who, 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 and when, and where is this time of great peace? Like some people believe it's when Trump comes back into office. I don't know. I'm not going to suppose that. But uh, what happens? All of a sudden, sudden destruction comes. And even on um, a few days ago, the Americans last Friday, I believe it was were under red alert because there was a nuclear sub from the Russians sitting right close to the eastern uh, seaboard. And so there could be sudden destruction. But again, are you a Christian? Are you a believer? Be of good cheer because, watch this here, verse 4, but, this is uh, 1 Thessalonians 5, 4, but you are not in, uh, in or given up to the powers of darkness, brethren, for the day to overtake you by surprise, like a thief. So we are not given to be surprised by that. That's why we have a lot of information. We listen to the prophetic. We listen to the preachers. So everybody uh, that I know that is credible in the ministries is talking about uh, there's a push for a move of the Spirit of God. And then, and then it is going to be a time of... Uh, of the of the rapture of the church of the catching away of the believers that day is not going to take you by surprise and again we have so much information on on that it's going to happen on the feast of the trumpets is it this year is it the next year you know um, it's coming very soon because the prophecies are are fulfilled and most of all of everything is fulfilled that needs to be fulfilled and so right now right now be excited because you're not given over to the darkness you're in the light for you are all sons of the light and sons of the day and we do not belong either to the night or to the darkness hallelujah so uh, that is so important that we understand that that we are sons of the light and sons of the day we do not belong either to the night or the darkness that means we have information <laughs> we are not kept ignorant the bible says he will show us things to come he said that he will show lead us into all truth 
And so the prophetic are speaking, um, the signs and wonders, there's an outpouring of the Spirit of God. We believe in these last days that there is a revival coming. Hallelujah. Revival is in our house. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord, for that. And we know that because the Bible says, why do we believe in the revival? Because the Bible says the uh, former and the latter, the early and the latter rain are poured out upon all flesh. They're poured out. And so um, that's where we're living right now. And uh, for you are all sons of the light and sons of the day. And we do not belong either to the night or the darkness. According and let us, because of that, because we're sons of the day, we got to do, we get to, we get to do the simple thing. Let us not sleep as the rest do, but let us keep wide awake, alert, watchful, cautious. I am... Um, I tell you what, I do a lot of study and looking and listening and hearing and by two or three witnesses, let everything be established. And so that's really important that we uh, understand that we are not just all, you know, and the Bible says this. The Bible says uh, in times of old, they were saying that, oh, where is the signs of his coming? Well, back then, there were no signs of his coming not to the extent that there are today. The river Euphrates wasn't dried up. There wasn't signs in the heaven. The rivers weren't turned to blood yet. There was uh, so many things going on. And then, of course, in, in the financial realm, oh, the financial realm. I'll tell you what, the Bible says men's hearts, they're trying to do things that will cause men's hearts to fail them because of fear. Yeah, and they, uh, there's so much going on in that financial realm. But the Bible says you're going to see things coming. Be of good cheer. For you are not sons of the light and sons of the day. We do not belong either to the night or to the darkness. According then, let us not sleep as the rest do, but let us keep wide awake, watchful, alert, cautious, and on guard. And let us be sober, calm, sober and calm, collective and circumspect. Amen. Sober, calm, collective, circumspect. For those who sleep, sleep at night. For those who get drunk, get drunk at night. And so, um, what is that saying? Uh, we are not the ones that are getting drunk or, or are uh, going to be caught by surprise. That's what it's leading to. Surprise! The Lord is on His way. Surprise! We're not those people. We're excited. I know I'm excited every time... Uh, you know, we get to share God's word. There is opportunity to see the power of God manifest in a mighty way because the Bible says where sin abounds, grace much more. And we're believing for, uh, 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 the Bible says in the book of Acts, 3,000 were added in one day we're in this last revival and we're seeing it starting here, 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 all over the world. We're believing for such a turning in the realm of this. Well, I believe it's already started, but with the results and so there's excitement, only excitement. Why? Number one, I'm not given to the things of the world. The Bible says, be of peace, be of good cheer. He's overcome the world. And so I'm not given to that. I'm given not to the powers of darkness, like it says here. We're given to the powers of light. Here's what we do. In verse 16, there's so much I could share, right? But I, I know we're going to close here in a second. It's, verse 16 says, right in conclusion of all of this, of uh, the, the, uh, the, we're so close to the end here. It says, be happy in your faith and rejoice and be glad hearted continually, always. 
Be happy in your faith uh, and rejoice and be glad hearted continually. That's that is, uh, again, understanding that in his presence is fullness of joy. How do I get in his presence? This morning, I had the privilege of walking the floor, getting in his presence. Again, of course, he's always with us, but his presence is made evident and is there when um, um, I tangibly uh, choose to enter his gates with thanksgiving. His power comes down. I enter his courts with praise. I will say this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be exceedingly glad. And so well, that's what I did this morning. Be glad continually, uh, rejoice. And uh, so it's glad hearted continually is my choice every day to do that in the presence of God. Hallelujah. That's so exciting. Rejoice continually. Be glad. Be happy in your imagine imagine him having to say, Be happy in your faith after all he suffered. Again, this is First Thessalonians chapter five, verse sixteen. It's right in the chapter where it talks about end times. Right in the chapter. Do not be concerned. Do not be overwhelmed. The Bible says men's hearts will fail them because of fear. I heard one lady lost nine hundred million dollars down there when the banks collapsed in California. Boy, they had to sedate her. And so be full of cheer, be full of joy, be happy in your faith and rejoice and be glad hearted continually. Always be unceasing in prayer, praying, perseveringly, be unceasing in prayer, praying, perseveringly. Hallelujah. What a joy to connect with God on every level at all times. That doesn't mean you call, crawl on um your knees all day long, but you are in that constant awareness of his presence. Once you open, uh, you know, just have that time in the morning, you know, it, it, it's that, I know when we finish the service on Sundays, that anointing is tangible. So his presence, when you spend that time uh, on a daily basis, um, his presence is tangible. And so, in that kind of an atmosphere where you're just, you know, whatever you might be doing, you might be doing the gardening or whatever. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. He doesn't just leave. You know, he's always there. And oh, Father, I just want to lift up Sister So-and-so. Oh, thank you, Father God, for my family. And you're constantly just having that great time of intercession. Uh, and again, it can, it, uh, it can be just a, a little bit here, a little bit there, but you're uh, your constantly says, be unceasing in prayer and praying perseveringly. These are the three points I want you to remember. Rejoice always, be glad-hearted continually, be unceasing in prayer. Huh. Again, I, I'm just drawn back to that. Be, uh, be happy in your faith and rejoice and be glad-hearted continually. Even if you heard today the Russians were coming as, a, as a, you know, the red alert went out on Friday last week, of uh, Russian activity, be glad-hearted continually. Be glad-hearted. You're going to draw so many people to yourself because you're glad-hearted continually at all times. Hallelujah. So uh, be unceasing in prayer was, again, what we just covered. These three things are so important. And the next one, rejoice, pray. Next one, giving thanks. Giving thanks. This keeps that anointing, that that uh, flow of the spirit, thankfulness, 
A thankful heart is never ha going to have those open doors. A rejoicing heart is not going to have those open doors to the devil. And a praying heart is not going to have those open doors. But those open doors, as soon as you grumble and complain and are miserable and gossip and slander and speak evil and do all these things that, that are from the other camp, sorrow and the grief and all those things, he has a foothold in your life. It becomes a spiritual stronghold. Yes, it is. A spiritual stronghold that remember the Bible says that when the house is swept and cleaned out of all of this thing, every sin, everything you're forgiven in that there's a responsibility for the house owner to again fill the house with the good things, fill the house with good things. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's what we're responsible for filling our house with good things. And this is the list. There's not an, um, complete list but this is the list where we start rejoicing praying at all times and giving thanks let me finish reading it giving thanks in every situation okay so what if i picked up my phone right now and it told me um you know your your uh, car caught fire or your house blew up or or whatever uh, now it's my opportunity what am i going to do about it car is replaceable. A house is replaceable. You know, all these things uh, the Lord will take care of if I remain in giving thanks continually, uh, no matter what the circumstance may be. Be thankful and giving thanks for this is the will of God for you who are in Christ Jesus, the revealer, the med meditator of his will. That's how I'm going to close it today. Those, that, those verses, I want you to read 16 to 18 of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. That is in the chapter of end times. That is our response. Uh, that's what we do. That's what we, what we, um, uh, that's where our heart needs to be. That's where we need to be in leadership to do those things. Not to talk about running to the hills and storing up food and cans and so forth. If God leads you to do that, all right. But I'm telling you, it should be these things first, and then the Spirit of God will lead you. Anyways, that's all the time we have. Call us at 250-862-3044. We would love to uh, uh, share more with you. God bless you. Have an amazing day.